Hi, this is Dawn Shireen, and this is my podcast, Dancing with Bipolar. Well, things are really sucking bad. Like, I'm uh, I'm okay, like, I'm not going to do anything stupid, but I'm not okay. So, um, it'll be a week yesterday that everything that I thought was, like, my life, you know, and coming into order was pretty much um, not really snatched out from under me, but... The realization that it is leaving me probably actually tomorrow have had a whole week to like kind of process this um but yeah um so like Briss is like moving for work because there's no work here which is understandable you know I mean it really is selfishly I just don't want him to go because you know like he's kind of my rock and you know keeps me grounded, and, um, you know, he's my friend on top of it, and his hugs are the best, so, you know, there's all that, and plus, who likes goodbyes, who lets people into their life to just say goodbye to, and I guess, you know, we all do, we all take that chance with every relationship that we form, um, be it the cashier at the Circle K, you know, who you, like, talk to on a casual basis, but after months becomes, you know, a relationship in its own right, and then they move on, or you move on, or something moves on, and then all of a sudden that person is just not in your life anymore, and at that moment in time, it's just decided by the universe that they've fulfilled whatever the need was in your life story that they don't need to be there anymore, and that's the only way that I can accept this that is going on um, with Chris, because it's just devastating, um, but, you know, not, like, <laughs> so that's, like, one thing that happened, which we'll, we'll, we'll call the week starting Saturday, last Saturday, so almost a week, so I found that out on Saturday, and, uh, we actually had plans to get a go and have already been gone, uh, but, you know, like, snafus appeared and things happened, and he's still here, so I'm grateful for the time to process the fact that he's you know, moving on up, so to speak, moving on down, actually, but moving on out, which is good, you know, ultimately, it's exactly how it's supposed to be, it's just, I hate letting people in, and then they're just gone, you know, I mean, it's not like he's gone, but, you know, and once things change like that, they never go back to the potential that they ever had, so it's, it was beautiful though, whatever it was, uh, so that's just the top, <laughs> that's just the top of the game right there, so I came home on Sunday morning, I'm gonna say Sunday morning, I think it was Monday, Monday morning actually, one or the other, like 10.30 in the morning, and you know, usually Doc is, like, on the bed, just, you know, like, waiting for me to, like, me pounce as soon as I open the door. And this time I opened the door and Doc didn't pounce. He was actually laying on the floor at the foot of the bed. Uh, I don't know what was happening to him. He was having some kind of neurological reaction, effect, uh, response, something all bad was going on. Um, I turned 
it was hot in here, I'll admit that I left the heat on because it was cold that night, like down to 20, and then, you know, I get home like 10 o'clock in the morning and it's already too hot in here, so, you know, I was thinking uh, maybe three-stroke dehydration, I need to add water and stuff, but I redid everything beforehand, and, and I didn't freak out, but freaked out, kind of, um, you know, versus the situation with Briss, who, you know, I know is leaving, and then my dog, who will be 13 next month, uh, has this, like, stroke-like seizure thing happen that I don't know what it was, and, you know, please don't, like, get on me about the whole, you know, going to the vet thing, because, you know, I live on disability, and trying to get the money just to get in to see the vet it's just not a possibility right now. I did research, um, you know, I gave him medication that I felt would best help him for the possibilities of what could have happened, spider bite, stroke, seizure, uh, food reaction, allergy. And amazingly, like, you know, we went to sleep that night and, you know, kept him close. And I woke up the next morning and it was like there was Doc again. Old Doc was back. Like nothing had happened. No symptoms, no, you know, visual signs of any physical ailment that happened. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But needless to say, that day was horrific. Uh, you know, waiting to see if he was going to come out of this trembling like mini seizures he was having continually that were just terrifying and trying to figure out how I would pay for a dog funeral right you know it's so ridiculous and get him cremated or I don't know the whole thing you know well, what do I do so now it's in my face and it's like what do I do don't know what to do, but at least I am over the initial first terrifying shock that my senior dog is not going to stay on his mission here forever, and I have to, have to deal with it, um, <laughs> I already had a contingency plan that, you know, when and if, not an if, like when this does happen, and I don't know when, this could have just been a one-off, he could have got bit by a spider, he could have so much shit that could happen to you out here. I've had bad reactions to stuff that I still haven't quite figured out what it was that got me, but something got me. And, you know, being a human, I could better able express to myself to get what I needed to try to maybe make it feel better or get better so, you know, I didn't die. Um, I don't know what it was. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. So there's that, you know, so I'm still like, you know, within arms reach of Doc at almost all times right now. Like, I'm just kind of messing up the whole saying goodbye to Bruce thing because I don't really want to leave my house in case Doc does have another episode. But I don't want to like this Bruce because it's, it's the last, you know, it's not the last time. Maybe it's not that big a deal. Maybe I'm just putting way too much into it. So anyway, the trifecta on this, which is, you know, the least of the um, gut punch
such situations which I had is that my uh, teledoc, my telemed, Dr. Segal, is no longer going to be employed by ChangePoint or something. They ended their contract or I don't know, whatever. So I am going to be able to get break in another new psychiatrist. Yay! Over the phone. Try to screen. No connection. Maybe I'll be able to get my green card now though, right? So maybe it's the doctor I can push that. So maybe it's not all bad. non-compliant with my medication. I've been taking my anxiety med probably way too much because it's the only thing that actually makes me feel semi-able to breathe for the past couple days. Um, uh, what if I would have won some bowls from the one week and the first had left on time and then Wait, what if? What if? What if? All bad. Uh, I'm not okay. I mean, I just told y'all what's going on, so, you know, you can um, take your own weight on what I said and how it would affect you or not affect you or, you know, make you feel loose or almost loose to come that close to losing everything you love in like a two day period of time but the reality is I am going to lose them you know just not hopefully back to back like you know this little scenario played out because I will go impatient if that happens I already have thought about that um, it's the only way that I would I say that, that's my contingency plan, maybe I could fight through it, but if I couldn't, that's what I would do, I would go impatient, so if that happens, it happens, um, it's really doubtful if I do go impatient, they give me my phone so that I can, like, you know, do a quick show, but, you know, you know strange things have happened, so you never know, but I'm not planning on going impatient, I'm just saying that's my contingency plan if things start to go awry a little bit too quickly for me to, you know, keep scrappling back up the side of the hill here, because, um, I'm getting washed out big time, I really am, uh, and thank you again, the numbers are, like, crazy and up, I appreciate it, uh, next month I'm gonna get stickers or decals or something, and, uh, you know, have a little bit of a handout for y'all who are, like, my most consistent listeners who I don't know who you are, so whoever you are, thank you, I really do appreciate it. I know I've been slacking, and I know, like, the last interview needs some editing and stuff, which I just wanted to put it up so I didn't forget, and then, you know, Doc had his incident and everything, and everything just got all, like, really weird. Um, I know I need to go back to the show notes, and I need to fix some stuff on that. I just want you all to be aware of the fact that I am aware that I slacked bad there, but I wanted to get his story up, and like we said, he will be back on. Uh, October, I think it would be a great time to have him on and um, have him further tell his story and a little bit more about how it affected his life. So Chris Cox, thank you very much. Uh, I appreciated it and all the snafus that we had and all the tech issues. Oh my God, what a pain in the ass. Um, literally. So, you know, Chris will be back on, but I wanted to get his story out even with all the what 
whatever happened in the middle of it, because I never actually, I listened to some of it, and then everything happened, so if it's horrible, like, you know, tell me, but, I mean, we're getting listens on it, so it can't be that bad, so uh, kudos to Chris for putting up with me and all the tech issues we had that day, and uh, for bearing his soul a little bit about how it is to have a bipolar mom, and what that does to you, and how it makes you who you become, and, um, you know, high five. What else? I don't know. Thank you, Ireland, number two. Um, I mean, charted twice in two weeks. So um, I don't know which shows you all are getting over there or how they're distributed, but I wanted to give a shout-out to Ireland. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Appreciate it. And uh, thanks to everybody else. I know I'm forgetting stuff, but I just can't anymore right now. Um, right now I'm thinking about chocolate ice cream, which is really comfort food. I'm actually thinking about chocolate ice cream and mashed potatoes, which is really weird comfort food, but, um, yeah, no, I'm not going to make that. I'm going to have hot dogs instead. <laughs> this is awful, but another comfort food. Um, I'm going to get through this, you know, I just want you all to know, like, I'm, I struggle too. This time of year is always tough, and it always seems like this beginning and ending, like, this time of year, this, you know between winter and spring is just so dynamic and I don't know what it is and maybe it's just me I don't know but it seems like there's a, a lot of change going on around me and a lot of stuff a lot of maybe I should just say these are like new beginnings and just see instead of thinking negative like just try to see what's positive I mean I ultimately want for him for us to be happy have every happiness he deserves, you know, and I'm grateful <laughs> for what I did for him to get him to where he's going next, because that's what it's all about, it really is, we, uh, we lived through it to teach in the baby lesson, lesson that got punched a little bit. That's life, guys. Good, it's bad. It's up, down. Sometimes it's just harder than others, and sometimes it's just because we have finally found something that grounds us and makes us feel real and normal. And life goes on, you know? You can't live someplace where there's no work. You can't, you can't, it's not a life. That's not surviving. That's, that's demeaning to your spirit, and I understand it. I want him to have his family situation and with our age difference, which, you know, is significant. That's not a possibility for us, you know, so, and fucking Obama's dad in the making ever right there, so I mean, if whatever I've done to help him to reach this goal in his life where he can move on to his next stage, I'm proud to have done it. And that's love, guys. That's unconditional love. That's what we do. We give people the best of everything you have to help them to get to give them so they can give the best to the next people in their lives. So this is what it's all about. And does it hurt? Fuck yeah. This is killer. Will I do it again? Yes, 
opportunity presents itself, of course, because that's what it's all about. It's really what it's all about, guys. Wow, I got heavy, huh? <laughs> anyway, this is Vaughn Sharina. This is my podcast, Answer Me Bipolar, and um, let's all stay alive, okay? Catch y'all later. Bye.